Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it poppin'. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real-ass bitch, and I'm gonna get everything that I'm gonna get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. You went from a... Hi. Hi, guys. Because I was like, what episode is it again? 127. Episode 127 of the Oprah Rose Show. I'm TT. And I'm Gigi. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for bearing with us. Um, I know we had um, a day... A week off, rather, last week. I think every time our, our excuse is always bitches is busy, but bitches is busy. <laughs> so, you know, we, we are really trying to keep up with this consistency. We have been, but just one week off. And you can always tune into old episodes or you can write into the Oprah Rose Show at gmail.com. Like, follow, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. Woo! So, friend. Um, yeah, hey, friend. Find a friend. <laughs> um, so, our guest today. First of all, you know we love. We got to start. With, we love guests that bring gifts. Oh yes, in particular libations. Always here for a good, a good drink. And yes. it's a Saturday. It's nice. It's cute outside. It is cute. Um, Some are not trying to leave. I, and it's over. But I'm, I'm welcoming it. Like I wanted to go on a picnic, but I got to wash the conditioner on my hair first, and and then we'll <laughs> see where the rest of the day may take me. You I should. Don't know. Yeah. Um, we met over drinks, actually. We were at Peaches. And um, I, I don't know what happened. I was probably arguing, per usual, <laughs> or going back and forth, rather. And I think we asked your opinion on something, you being Victor. Hey. And um, Wait, so he was just a, a random patron? He was sitting next to us, yeah. Oh, y'all at was Peaches. at the bar. Yep. And um, You a mouse? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then... You just had so much insight. Like we li- like we th- I think we like damn near closed the place down. We did actually. Are you a regular there? At Peaches? At Peaches? Um I live around the corner so. Okay. I, I no, cuz when I came in I was Victor looks very familiar and I'm yeah. like I I know you. I see you. And now you say peaches, and yeah. I go there all the time. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, the, in in that little lap, you got peaches, you got right. um, chilos, you got right. Speedy Romeo, you got you know, uh-huh. corners, like all those restaurants. So yeah, okay. I'm, I've been known to frequent to frequent those. Okay. So you probably saw my peaches, <laughs> and then you know they say what they say. All black people that can read one degree of separation, or something like that. Facts. Okay. Um, and so we're like, let's have him on the show. Victor, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming. Did you go to Michigan State? You have. I money. certainly did. Okay. There's a game today, and so after this, I'm going to watch the game with people you know that went to the school. So got it. Okay. Where are you from originally? I am from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Grand Rapids is like maybe an hour north from Elkhart, Indiana, which is where I'm from. Oh, okay. Wow. My dad, uh, he worked in Gary, Indiana. Okay, he was yeah. the assistant superintendent there. Okay, so, assistant so superintendent. He was a, oh, okay. I was mm-hmm. like, church? <laughs> <laughs> Deacon Burke. <laughs> not sure. Not, there's a, there's this, I was actually talking about like the levels of people at churches today, this mm-hmm. morning. Oh. And this is superintendent at yeah. a church? Yeah. Oh, my God. Cause so I, it would be <laughs> like more of a district. So similar, I guess, to like a school district. 
um, so you'll have like the pastor of the church, but then even still, he has a quote unquote boss or someone that he would report to. I, I don't like um, stuff that like that. This and, was and, a whole, and then it depends what like, denomination, like correct. Baptist or whether it's Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Or what? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. like ABC is like the one for Baptists and then mm-hmm. all that. So you was raised in church. I was, yeah, Kojic. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Kojic, that's the ones with the them long denim dresses. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I life. had never heard of that until we met. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, it's like the equivalent of like black Amish. It's okay. Like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Very cultish. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Look, because they had the church that I rode past today had profit on it. And I was like, oh my God, like a tarot card reader. And he was like, no, it's from demons and da 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 da. And I was like, okay, all right. Same church gift. queen. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Same but gift. I was like, the same thing is like the lady that I go to is Christian. Like mm-hmm. she she speaks about like your guardian angels and, mm-hmm. and this and that. And like light a camp. She, she told one of my friends she needed to pray more. And he was like, one of this whole tangent about it not being from God. And I was like, okay, well, child, I'm an atheist. I don't know what to tell you. I, you know, I love the Lord. But, but I was like, ain't nothing stopping me from going to my tarot card reading <laughs> and I was like and it's a gift and, and she it, is it doesn't gift. feel like demonic mm-hmm. or you know I, I leave feeling good and right. she and you know you also have to go in accepting the good and the bad like right. she didn't tell me anything good but I know people who have gone and heard bad things and then they came to fruition and not that you like manifest it but mm-hmm. it, she's honest right yeah. and not a demon right <laughs> Get, I think people need inspiration from different things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you have life coaches, right? Mm-hmm. And they can sort of see where you've been, talk to you, get a sense of, you know, like who you are. Yeah. And then sort of point you in the right direction, right? And I think certain people have that sense of intuition. And when you have that, yeah, like whether you go to tarot cards, whether you go to a life coach, whether you go back to church, like you're, you're really just trying to find ways to really center yourself and put yourself in the best position. Yes. Absol- Absol- and that's what it was. Absolutely. I was just like, I, not even that I needed reassurance, but I was like, oh, I'm like all over the place. And yeah. I just like, I, I think I needed her to be like, look, you're going to be all right. You're going to be lost. And she literally told me, like, you're going to be really lost at first in this new in this new job, but mm-hmm. you're going to figure it out and you'll be good. So mm. I was like, oh. "Congratulations on the new job!" Thank yes, you. congratulations! Yeah. Booked and busy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. That is such a sad song. Um, it has been so overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. everybody's support. Like yeah. I never. I had like fifty DMs of just like random people reaching out. Mm-hmm. I have every rapper in the United States of America submitting me their SoundCloud. Um, oh, wow. That's good. But it is. I it was really overwhelming. It was super duper overwhelming. Um, like at one point I was at work and was like getting emotional. I was like, oh my God. This is everything. It's so damn sweet. But yeah. You deserve it. It's been good. So um, are you in a relationship? Just get to it. Rip the bandaid off. Um, I just like the context of where people are coming yeah, from. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, it's it's yes or no. It's like <laughs> yeah, you're no, a nigga about to be a nigga. It's a, it's, a, it's a it's difficult. It's really difficult because you know came out of something and then now there's you know yeah like so it's difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> We're gonna leave it at that. Came out of something. Yeah. Uh, so that something is so, completely dissolved, or is that the now difficult component? No. So long story short, you know, been with somebody for a really long time, difficulties in that thing, mm-hmm. and then, you know, so we tried to work through it, 
And then, you know, obviously, you know, life happens. And so I just think I'm in a difficult place right now in terms of relationships. Ah, yeah. okay. Okay. That's okay. Fair. So, yeah. so, okay. And so you being in a long-term situation, mm-hmm. there was like this whole thing floating around with um, Fantasia and and she went on The Breakfast Club and she was saying, you know, like you have to oh, submit yeah. to a man. And, and, you know, she used the word submission yeah. um, and then she like <laughs> broke it down kind of as... Um, you know, like we have generational curses and that's why we can't submit. Mm-hmm. And then I, and so she got a lot of backlash from it. And mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was like, yeah, submission. Um, but then I think <laughs> when, she, when she broke it down um, and she broke it down with her husband as well. And then they went on to like, to me, what they said together seemed like a partnership. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, she was like, you can't like the woman is like the neck and the man is the head. You obviously can't have either without you can't. Ha- you need a neck if you got a head, and vice versa. Like right. you need both. Um, you know, and he talked about like submitting to God and like, but you also there's there's. I think the key thing with submission is trust. So you have to be able to trust someone first mm-hmm. to submit. So after, because at first, you know, when I first saw it, I was like, ain't nobody doing all that. But when they broke it down, I was like, sign me up, baby. <laughs> Shit, submission, submit. <laughs> But even that word does not, it's not a reflection of what they mentioned. So that's why I think it's very interesting that they use that word of choice. Mm -hmm. um, Because it really is, to your original point, it's a partnership. And what's wrong with saying that word? And I think that that is my only, I wouldn't even say issue. It may be my uh, more criticism um, or critique. And I think that that is very dated. I also didn't like how she referenced the Bible about all of that. Um, I don't like how people like to you know I don't know. I mean, it's no, I don't know. In there, you yeah. know, it's yeah. it's in there. But um, which which they also use the some Bible other dated to, to justify context. right? Yeah. They use the Bible yeah. to justify uh, slavery and yeah. and making women second class citizens and mm-hmm. all of these other things. And and not just the Bible. There are other like deity uh, deities or deity uh, based. Uh, scriptures or, or words or documents or whatever to to uh, make those same claims. So that's my, I guess, my only critique of that. I'm it, Victor is literally over here itching to get. Yeah, it. I mean, the, I think the issue is is so that that comes from this verse that says, "Wives submit yourselves to your husband." You mm-hmm. know, just as you know, the church is supposed to submit to Christ and all that. I think the issue for me is is the Bible was written um, a really long time ago mm-hmm. by a very specific group of people that had a very specific agenda. Um, just so you know, so my undergrad was in mathematics and religious studies, so a lot of... Oh, so you know, no. I mean, <laughs> it, I, I've read some things, right? Okay. But it, 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 I, have, I take issue with it because I think that one of the things that as we continue to grow, develop, and evolve as a people we realize that we can we have to continually challenge the things that we thought yesterday to put us in a better place today. And so yeah. when I hear her talk about submission, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I, it comes from a place of, to me, it, it comes out of a place of deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's, it's okay for people to have roles in relationships like you totally can do this agree. and I can do that, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, if it sounded one-sided to me as if she's saying, you know, this is what my role is, is submit to my husband. And it's like, well, we both submit to each other right. in certain ways. And I just would I would have rather she talked about the submission that needs to happen from both perspectives yeah. as opposed to this is what the wife is supposed to do. Um, my parents have been married for over 50-something years. And so it's interesting to watch their relationship because it's never been one of inferiority. It's never been one of 
it's, it's always been about compromise. Mm-hmm. And I think every relationship that is successful, like there is that give and take. And I think when you hear the word submission, it, it, you, it goes back to this, this really gender mm-hmm. normative behavior that women have a particular place and men have a particular place. But what, what is it? You know, you can cut the grass. I can wash the dishes. Right. I can cook. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. we figure out what works. But if I can cook better than you, why do you need to be in the kitchen? Right. You know right. what I mean? So, Agreed. Yeah. You just, they just, we just need to have a bigger conversation about what, what we need to do and what we need to get from each other out of relationships. And it, it doesn't come from a place of because they said this, you know, thousands of years ago, th- this still holds true. Mm-hmm. We just need to challenge it more. And I think what what she said, all of, I mean, like, granted, yes, like, statistically, like, women are making more money, so they are the heads of households in some cases, but, like, she just made it seem so, and first of all, I, ain't nobody taking no damn advice from Fantasia also. Let me start with, <laughs> yeah. let me I'm start glad you with said that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me start with that. You're like, I never should have let you go. It literally took me her somebody had to send me i think the uh the damn video clip of her husband because i did like briefly skim through her uh talking on the um uh on the breakfast club and i was like eh, i don't give a fuck about what fantasia has to say yeah interested try to hear what Fantasia had to say oh. ever. Especially not as oh, it pertains Fanny. to relationships. Like, yeah, sorry, Fanny. Like, stick <laughs> to the singing. Keep singing. Keep singing, <laughs> sis. Keep singing. Um, it's, it's like the Dave Chappelle thing. Like, you know, when 9-11 happened, people were calling Ja Rule. It's like, I want to talk from Ja Rule. I don't, yeah. yeah I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to hear from you. Like, yeah, I, and I think, and it's job. interesting, like, what, what is something that, you said your parents have been married for over 50 years. Mm-hmm. Like, what is something that, like, if you had to take like three things that you learned from them. So it's, it, it's funny that you say that because one of the things that I take from them is like they didn't teach me how to have a good argument. Like my parents don't mm. argue. And so mine don't either. And it's frustrating because mm. I argue all the time in relationships. And I think I would so have. So do I. I see? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, no, it's well, just the same it, thing. It's like. Apple don't fall like for the tree. For, fall for, far from the tree for I me. So. I argue all the time. And I wish I would have seen how they resolve arguments. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's sort of like what I took from that is like when I am in a relationship and when I have kids and, and as I'm, you know, raising them i think they need to see examples of how to have arguments how to like mm-hmm. you know resolve things so that was something that i took out of that relationship um they have a really great team they're a, a great team it's funny because my dad yesterday uh he was at a bachelor party my dad is 73 years old <laughs> wait a minute wait, who is getting married <laughs> He was, was it like, his nephew it, or something? It, it's, it's his friend. You know, older people are getting married again. You know what I mean? Like they I, did, I, I heard one last week. Yeah, yeah like, like they, they get they divorced or, you know, somebody passed. And then, you know, they end up, you know, at these little meetups, these little, you know, networking old people meetups. Now, you know what, Tea and crumpets. Like, I'm yeah. like, right, right. right. No, at the church. Where yeah. was I? Some Mejong and I some. I forget <laughs> where I was at. I was somewhere and they were talking about how the STDs are, STD cases are rising among senior citizens. They're getting it in. What? And, I mean, because yes. at this point. Yeah, they are, <laughs> you know, people are living longer, um, maintaining a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Also, just younger. Um, Everybody's yes, like, we're, you're younger at. At sixty now, aging gracefully. Yeah, and so and now we have all of these resources to mm-hmm. utilize so that we can still fuck. And so yeah, and and In and essence. they right. You know they've been married, divorced, so they don't understand. Like no, sis, 
I don't care that you're 65. You still got to wrap it up, especially uh-huh. if you get in your groove on and you fucking a 40 year old. Yeah. Like, yeah. He might still be swimming in some 28 year old and, 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 <laughs> and, yeah. and hence the, the rise in the senior citizens uh, STD yeah. rates. Yeah. So, I mean, he at a bachelor party called my dad and he's talking he's like hey i'll call you right back and then i called my mom and she was like yeah your dad's out he's been drinking might have to go pick him up later but you know what i mean it's just <laughs> like they that's hilarious. they know each other and they i mean again like you know if you've been married for 50 years they've known each other for another 10 like that's they 60 years of just understanding each other and so just how right look I don't, I don't now know. Now that's who the fuck I want to uh, hear we, on the breakfast that's club the overall show. I mean, just like <laughs> how? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So it's so again. I, I think just you know, and I think Michelle Obama talked about it. You know, like finding mm-hmm. somebody that can be on your team. You know, like if if I'm gonna be doing this, then you can be doing that. You know, learning how people work together. Right. Some people don't like washing dishes. Right. Some people don't like doing certain things. So you you find ways to like wherever I'm coming up short, I need to help you. You know, or vice mm-hmm. versa, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think really just coming up with a plan and being communicative, that's one of the biggest things I, I, I think that I get out of relationships is like, how do you talk? How do you tell someone when you're hurt? How do you tell someone when you're frustrated? How do you tell someone when you're sad? How do you tell somebody, I'm not having a good day right now, and all of a sudden we arguing about you having a shelf open, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, you know, close the motherfucking shelf. And, 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 and Exactly, but it's like Trigger. the thing that you're mad about <laughs> is not the thing that you're yelling about. You're yeah, absolutely. How do you have a bigger conversation about know. things? Yeah, well, but you have to be <laughs> investigative me. with yourself. <laughs> I mean, one of the every time I've been in a relationship and like you know, there's been an argument over something little. I just always say, "What are we really mad about? Tell me what you're really upset about." Because it can't be this. I just walked in the room. I just got home. So, it, what what are we actually mad about? Because most of the time, it's a pattern of behavior that reminds you of something else that you don't like from somebody else, and you're just like, you know what? Fuck that shit. You're not gonna do to me what Michael did to me in Troy. And you're like, oh whoa, I don't even know who those right. people are. Right, right, right. 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 Who like, who is right, right. So ha- ha- communication is always at the center of really healthy relationships, mm. and so yeah, that, that's something I take away too. Okay, we got to stay that right there a for a second. To unpack. Okay, because I'm I, my my condition my conditioner's <laughs> dripping yes. down I'm my literally neck. Dripping. I I am I'm, I am triggered as I fuck. Think the first thing that stuck out to me was that you wish, or maybe not that you wish, but what what you want to impart on your own children when you have them is how to resolve conflict, mm-hmm. even if it's a, a less than favorable situation where mm-hmm. it's heated, a debate of some sort. I never really thought about that. I haven't. When you said it, so I was important. like. That's a skill. I literally, I was like, my parents still together. Never, but I think I've learned, like you said, you haven't seen it, so Mm. I've seen what I don't want to happen. But but yeah, you you don't, like you said, you don't see the resolve. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. see that side of it. You just see, like, my parents don't argue, argue, but, you know, I'm getting a little heated sometimes. Yeah. But I I don't don't even know how it's resolved, you know? And I I know how my mother is. My mother is the type that's just going to shut down. She will not speak. She does it to me. Like, she literally does not speak. So I know she's doing the same thing, and it's, I try to not do that because of that. To not do the shut down, let's just, like, it'll blow over type shit. And that, that, you know, there's health risks in that. Every time Mm -hmm. you push something down, it's still active in your body. You know, you, you you know, we get skin issues, we get, you know, sick, we you know, like pushing things down doesn't help you. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, you know, it, it'll come back to bite you. So learning how to, you know, therapeutically vent those things that frustrate you, like there's power in that. And yeah, like, how do you do it? Especially because now, um, like you said, like women 
there's avenues now and there's pathways for them to have voice and and there's beauty in that and so you'll be with a woman and be like uh first of all motherfucker i make more than you um and you can get the fuck out and you know mm-hmm. you just like all i said was did you want you know what i mean it's just, <laughs> you, you're trying to find ways to like you know kick it and it's like so when you are upset or when two people are yelling at each other it's like you need to find better ways than to just you know yell at the issue or yell at the person it's like how, how do we speak to like being healthy you know what I mean? Because healthy relationships, like, we just don't see examples of it. Everything we watch on TV is is, is toxic. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't see examples of, of people really working things out because, you know, we do argue. You know, I've, I've hit a wall before, like, literally hit a wall in mm. an argument, you know. <clears throat> and for some people, you know, that can be triggering. It's like, you know, are you going to whoop my ass next? You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. So it, it's like finding just really, you know, successful helpful repeatable sustainable ways to be with somebody you know it it, it's just really important because you are going to argue at something or you're going to push it down and like you said that's not as i think i can speak for both of us like (laughs) you don't say anything no you look like you fight a lot (laughs) i look like i fight a lot and because you don't look like you fight a lot i think you fight you know what i mean like you have like a okay okay but it's like when it's good but then it's like when that switch hits I think you hit a switch. And then it's like, boom. Yeah. I'm a bottler. Okay. And so when it, when it does come out, it's literally because you left the cap off of the toilet. I mean, not the toilet, the, uh, the toothpaste. Mm-hmm. And, and it it's all, all all Turkey. Yeah. Turkey. Yeah. Taking the turkey, you know that turkey. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'll ever cook that type of turkey <laughs> ever the fuck again what? in life. This is a Thanksgiving argument. No, it might. So I, I was. I don't know why and you know what and now I'm thinking like why are we both kind of like in the past I wasn't expressive and if there was an issue I would just like with my ex friends I was just like oh it'll blow over it'll be fine da 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 then like you said you're completely mad about something else as I got older definitely realized that wasn't healthy and, and to be honest I'm still working through my mouth is like crazy so what I noticed yeah, starts is, is like too. but why did da 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 and I then don't it's fight like fair. Yeah, and then and then it Ooh. becomes see and I won't say anything too crazy, but my approach kind of sets the tone. So yeah. because my approach I already started off with like tone, something you probably don't want to hear, then it becomes the back and forth. So now you I realize you can't even hear me because my tone already set the tone mm-hmm. essentially for the rest of what's to come. Yeah. So now we're not talking because I don't know what it was, but I just asked him to take the goddamn turkey. And I've talked about this before on the show, but I asked him to take the turkey out of the fridge. It didn't happen. And I and I I lit I exploded. Like I think I drank an entire bottle of red wine. We did not speak for three days. Oh. Um and it just it got it got really bad. It was like the worst argument. Over a turkey! Over yeah. a turkey. And yeah. then here's the catch. There was no turkey in the house. Damn. There wasn't there, even any turkey. There's, there's never so it really turkey. was your fault. It was yeah. <laughs> But you still should have said but, with no goddamn turkey. But right. I digress. I was just, I was, I was having a bad day at work and I think there was like other yeah. bubbling things. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to effectively communicate. Now, the other night, did I do it? Not really. Again, I'm a work in progress. Right. I am still, this is, this is everyday ending you, 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 and why? Getting worked on. Mm. I, I, getting work. So that's why I'm like, we have, we used to do challenges. I, I don't think we've done one probably all of this year. Or we have you year. and I have mm. to uh, try to work. I already on. don't like this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say 
stuck in my way. No, bitch, no. Because to your point, it is not healthy. Because it, you, like, you haven't been at work arguing with your nigga. That is the worst. Should be in meetings. Like, I oh, don't, yeah. I don't care. This company could burn to shreds. I don't care. I got to get things right. Like, right. nothing, nothing is right. So I can't imagine that festering because you know it's heavy. Like yeah. that, that's it's super heavy. Focus. No, you said something that. You know, just got me thinking. You sometimes when people argue, they don't fight fair, and they'll mm-hmm. and that's it's the bad. thing. That's the thing. Like when you're vulnerable with somebody, they know the very thing that they can say to make you to, feel small. Yeah, yeah. All right, and and feeling small just it never works out. And so if you have another person that doesn't fight fair as well, yeah. Now you guys are just us. hitting each other under mm-hmm. the belt. Yeah, and you're not even talking about the issue anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That part. I, that's why I said I. Mine is my tone. I know if I if I did not fight fair, we would not be together. I do yeah. know that, like, because my like I said, my mouth is it's super crazy. So I have been able to like scale back on that part. But I know, and and that tone, it's my mother. Yeah. Like I, that is come. I I've heard things that my mother has said to even me or and you're like, you can't talk like that. You can't tell people stuff like that. Right. And your tone is <laughs> fucking insane. So that's what I'm. That that is what I'm going to work on. Your tone. Yeah, and you are going to work because now I say everything not everything obviously picking and choosing your battles but if it really is bothering me and and we're going on it's week two I'm like this isn't going away this is something that's clearly bothering me so I need to effectively the way I have communicated that also needs to change Mm -hmm. and I need you to communicate like I'm (laughs) <laughs> Look, not only will I be challenged, you yeah. will. we will both be challenged. But but think about it like when you're at work and you're upset, and you ha- like you're upset with a colleague. The first thing you do to get it out is you start you know crafting an email, mm-hmm. and then maybe you'll have a colleague come over and like be like, hey, it, it, how does this look? Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're doing that at work, there's sometimes when I'm really upset in a relationship, I'll sit down and write. And mm-hmm. be like, let me write out what I would say to this person. And I like, do too. Yeah, I, yeah, I have so many in my I, notes. Finally, when I come to them, like, one time I had so to one time. one time I had to read it, and I was like, "Listen, I'm really upset. I'm going to read this to you. Um, just know that I'm trying to find ways to talk to you about this, but I'm really mad." Getting all the points that because yeah. then it, and then I like you said, it's oh, I wrote from a flight from L. A. to New York, a whole note. That is a six hour flight, and I literally I stayed up like, the whole time. Did you because know? Exactly, <laughs> because to that point. And because we have talked about this, he literally said, if you were at work, you wouldn't say these types of things and you wouldn't say it like that. I'm like, oh, you're right. But I was like, but I ain't at work. So, fuck. I mean, I, <laughs> right. I don't got to worry about shit. But again, it's effective communication. And I think mm. when you write it down, like, I can see where I was like, oh, I would feel a way if I read this like this. Mm-hmm. And then I can go back. Oh, I edit it like, I'll do a whole train ride. Like, from yeah. my house to work. Do you know? I was like, do you know how many? No, I just deleted one this morning. No lie. This morning, I deleted one. I write notes for everything that I'm like, too. not okay about. Or okay about, too, just in general. Do you but express you them, though? No. <laughs> That's no. not part no. of my You know what, though? This is making me think of. Um, that Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin dialogue mm. where she was um, discussing with him, if you have a bad day, you need oh, to yeah, lie to put, me too. Yeah, Because oh, you love me. You lie to the cracker at the job. Yeah. Mm. You need to lie to me too because I love you. Mm-hmm. And that is to a degree some level of uh, bottling because your yeah, your um, you know your issue 
could still be with uh, Nikki Giovanni. He could still mm-hmm. have an issue with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm lying to you because if I don't like my boss, but I'm smiling his face too. Like it, it, it's you know all I mean? you know. It's all it is. It's it, I'm reading the Blue Aside by Toni Morrison now and. I think it was this was like Thursday and I was actually telling somebody the other day and, and this the the chapter that I oh it was when we did Hello White People so we just did shout out to Hello White People and we just did their sure. podcast and it, it literally was saying how you know like the the all of the relationships like you said I'm now I was really trying to think of like a healthy example of um relationships that we see on TV and mm-hmm. then I was like well I was like well I only watch like power and, <laughs> yeah I was like I was like well I don't even think my and shows are conducive yeah our my shows are couldn't and basketball wife certainly ain't it um Ooh. I was like none of these things are, are conducive for even seeing healthy relationships but this is you know like 1940 or something right. and it's like it's like the the husband has taken all this shit all day long at work mm-hmm. so it's like so he coming home he beating on the wife he beating yeah. on the kids because right. again it's misdirected anger mm-hmm. and so it's like to that point and I don't want you to come home and lie to me per se but you mm-hmm. need to effectively get it out mm-hmm. somehow and I, I remember so I I went. I've gone to couples therapy. Um, you know. Wow. Yeah, I'm progressive as fuck, yo. <laughs> I, <see. laughs> I love it. So, but one. I remember, you know, when we were talking to the therapist, one of the things I I, I talked about um, that I struggled with in the in the relationship is that I feel like your home is your sanctuary. It's your charging station, right? It's mm-hmm. like we, especially you know, as as people of color walking out into the world, like we're attacked from the time we step out the door. Right. And so mm-hmm. all these microaggressions, all these, you know, things that we deal with, the ways in which we're attacked at work in certain ways, the ways in which you have to push down, you know, as a black woman, you know, your aggressive, you know, disposition that people, you know, think that you have as a black man. Right. You know, you have to walk a certain way. You have to think a certain way. You know, we're code switching all the time. You know, this double mind that, you know, Du Bois, this double consciousness that Du Bois talks about. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we do that for ourselves. When you come home and this person that you're with, you, you want them to kind of get it. And you want them to do things that intuitively they should just know. And when right. they don't Without do Without you the having thing, to do a yeah. deep because dive you and like, a dissertation. Why, why do I have to be at work at home? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times our frustration, I think, mm-hmm. comes out of the mm-hmm. fact that we're like, why am I still working with you? I don't need to work with you when I come home. And when it feels wow. like work, then you're fighting. Because you're like, but that's the thing though. It's like we still need to work when we get home. Yeah. Because there's it's work to do to still, make us better. That's it's still work. That yeah. that's something. I think it was like last month, and it hit me. I was like, I not that you just think relationships are super easy. I was like, oh no, this shit is just like you said, getting up every day to go to work. A relationship is the exact. It's literally yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. It is. It's like I don't know. You have this like fairy tale idea, like oh, it's just gonna be butterflies and da 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 da, and and it is very far from that. Some days. Listen, I remember one one time. It was maybe like you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, you go use the bathroom, you come back. It was like five a.m. And, you know, she was like, hey, can you go give me some water? All right, cool. Went and go got some water. Came back. She was like, can you turn the, the, the heat up? I was like, all right, cool. Turn the heat up. She was like, can you go? I said, God damn it. He was the industry servant. I was like, now listen, you ain't going to keep giving me tasks at 6 a.m. in the morning. But it's like, that's what it is. Like, you feel like you're punching in and you like, I yeah. got to get things off my ticket. And yeah, it's like, oh, right. like, and so there is this amount of work. But, you know, I relationships are beautiful they're amazing and then they have the potential like to really you know like yeah we love them but i mean shit you know it's like you're working for your pension 
you know. <laughs> oh my God. Working for your happiness. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it's a fight to be happy. So you said coming home and coming home and um, dealing with stuff mm-hmm. and, and expecting the person to like kind of know, you know, what you're going through or how your day was and stuff like that. There is, um, um, our notes got messed up, but because <laughs> I'm like looking and I can't find it. But basically, Jeannie Mai went on some radio show. Um, you know, Jeannie Mai from she's from the real. What else did the she read. do before the read? Oh no, the, the real, real, the real. My bad. What, what is what did she do before that? I think she, she was, was like a like host a, correspondent. Yes, yep, stylist correspondent. And she is. Mm-hmm. Asian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, Vietnamese. Okay, there we go. I didn't know specifically which culture, well, nationality. Um, <sighs> and she's dating young Jeezy of all people. I just really want to know how they met. And I haven't been able to, had a chance to dig into it. And she was talking about like learning each other's cultures. And, and I guess people she went to like. People are pissed, by the way, about the Jeezy thing. Because my homegirl in Detroit, because, you know, Jeezy's so many a people trap rapper. And so they was like, really? But, of all people. Like, yeah. You know, I don't, ca- I don't care. I don't give a shit. Like. It, it love who you love yeah but I, I like i said i just don't understand how they met people and, are pissed at her too uh-huh, uh because of a previous comment that she made a few years ago um i guess for historical oh, she purposes comments. prior she, yeah so she used to be married to a white man which uh-huh. is a very common thing amongst asians and white men mm-hmm. there i don't know what that's about the I model, feel like somebody model should mi- be model minorities and they, they're chasing yeah. the American dream and yeah. they feel as if white people can get them to that place and but so you don't really see Asian men with white women though so that is the very yeah. that's a very interesting thing and I would kind of like to see like see a deep dive or something or a documentary or whatever about that or around that but anyway so she used to be married to a white man and this was when Tamar Braxton was still on The Real um, Jeannie made a very, I don't, I wouldn't say salacious, but just, it wasn't a good comment. Cause I don't think that it was out of, uh, out of a place of like malicious. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, but she said she loves black men. Jeannie said this. Jeannie said okay. she loves uh-huh. black men. Um, but she said it's more of like a side. And she a was side, referencing like, a, like food, like I like it as a like a side oh, option. Not, like it's good, and I then, don't need it though. Right, the main and, course. Yes, and then immediately mentioned how she's married to her white husband. Mm-hmm. So it just came off very distasteful. Yeah. Um, and Tamar was basically like pressing her about it. So obviously, when she started dating Young Jeezy, people, you know, we have the uh, the Twitter history. Well, she's yeah. also and, and she's going on a press tour about this relationship. That like, too, you know, and mm-hmm. she's talking about embracing each other's cultures, which right. she, that could just be re- embracing each other. Like right. it doesn't even necessarily like literally that that church stuff that we were talking about. That sounds horrible. Like that church <laughs> shit that y'all be talking about. <laughs> like, ah, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't, I do not know. And I grew up in a church, but I don't know anything about. Mm different other religions or Mm -hmm. or whatever um that's still something that in a relationship you have to embrace like i just can't again i don't give a shit who young jeezy and gene my date right but do not go on a press tour i don't even know she said this stuff like i guess like these past comments this was was old this tamar ain't been on the real in like four years yeah so um, and obviously Jeannie was still married to her husband at that point. I think they divorced maybe like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was because he didn't want to have children or he wants to have children and she does not. Um, so anyway, now we're here and I 
tell you when they posted that photo of them on Instagram. I need to see the comments. Yeah, the comments. Wait, I will even pull it up for you. Him. Well, so so there's this thing, and this gets into like a. I don't want to get too deep into race relations and and the ways in which we that's under- where we're going. That's I, where I, we're going. Well, then well then here we are. Here here we are. You <laughs> like, didn't I even thought there was a setup. Come on now, Eddie. So, so it is difficult for people in today's age showing him the photo, y'all. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> and not and not it just it, it looks photo <laughs> it looks photo opish. It does. That, 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 y'all, are, y'all are at like a corner store. Yeah, it just like, looks. I, I'm not saying yuck to the relationship. I'm saying yuck to the posturing okay. and the posing yeah. of the. Okay. It looks like you're selling something. It does. It I really was just does. perched in the comments for the giggles. So so this there's this people in today's age are not comfortable with the word racist. Everyone is like, I'm not a racist, you know. And you can say some real racist shit, and somebody be like, Yeah, that's racist. And they'll be like, Well, I'm not racist. So I, in in my own life, in my own constitution, what I've tried to tell people is, I, if you're uncomfortable with the word racist, right, because it reminds you of burning crosses and hanging, you know, people, mm-hmm. don't use that word. Maybe you have selective biases mm. from other people that you still have yet to uncover. Right. And sometimes when people are talking, what they show you or what they reveal is that they still have work to do in terms of understanding what it is that we now find ourselves in in this American experiment. Because you, you don't like even as we're talking about, you know, Asian people dating white people. Right. Like, why does it happen? Why, why do these things happen? Why are black men over sexualized? Why are black women over sexualized? Why do these things happen? You know, it, you know, why is it that a, a man who, a white man who is racist will still want to date a black woman? Like, what, what are all these things? And I'm saying that we still have a lot to unearth within mm-hmm. ourselves about the biases that we have. So you, maybe you aren't a racist, but you certainly have some proclivities that would lend one to believe right. that you still have issues with race. And that's what, I, what you should do some work on. And last thing, it's any time you talk to a black person about race in America, they can point you to, you know, books from, you know, anywhere from Henry David Thoreau. You can talk about the history, mm-hmm. of, you know, about America and all these things. You talk to white people about race who have all these great fucking opinions. Ask them, say, and do this as, uh, you know, like you guys challenge each other. I'm going to challenge you. Next time a white person talks about race, say to them, what book have you read from, you know, an African-American perspective about race? Can you give me one book? I have yet to find one person, one white person in my life that can say, I actually read a book by, you know, uh, Henry Louis Gates. I read a mm-hmm. book by, you know, Tahanisi Coates. anyone, right? Mm-hmm. You can go down the line. But they, people know so much about race without knowing anything at all. Like they're, yeah. they're casual, you know, race uh, doctorates, but they, they've done no real work on trying to understand what this is mm-hmm. and why, like, we, we feel like we have really substantial um, critiques about this nation. It's very interesting that you said that because I, I brought this up on Hello White People, um, the documentary that Chelsea Handler has on Netflix called Hello Privilege, It's mm-hmm. Me, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And I at that moment, I hadn't watched anything I have or haven't watched any of it. I saw like a sn- snippet when I was uh, going to Top Boy, but I actually watched... <laughs> um, 
maybe like 25 minutes of it the other night um, because Top Boy got too heavy and I needed to take a break. <laughs> I can't. I, needed I to can't watch really get light. back because I also started on season three. I you, did not know you, there were two other seasons, but I digress. You literally have to get past the first episode on season one and it is so fucking good. I don't know. I don't, I don't mind show, so I know, Yeah, I need. I. I, I, I is it sad that I only like can't play because of Drake? And then no, I didn't not know. At all. And I, I like even, I said, I didn't know it was two seasons. I, I didn't, didn't know even know Drake season. was a part of it until I went to go start following some of the cast members. Oh, okay. And, I, and I, I saw him post about it. Anywho, sorry. Okay, Chelsea Handler. So, and immediately, um, I thought it was great that she. Let me not say great. I thought it was is I thought it was interesting that she decided to release a documentary about that because it is a conversation that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started watching it, there was a young lady, a young black lady, um, who made a comment uh, to Chelsea, and I was like, "That's it." And Chelsea, essentially, Chelsea went to Oakland, I believe, and it was like this, basically, this black space. Um, and she mentioned to the audience that she was right, working on this documentary about white privilege. And a young lady said, well, you know, feel free to cut this out or edit this out. But even you coming here to this black space to talk about white privilege is a very much privilege act you, because you, you the problem audience. isn't with us. It's mm-hmm. with y'all. This isn't our problem, but you're mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. it black people's problem. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to talk to much amongst yourselves and stop bringing it to us. Mm-hmm. And I was like that's it it's like that's I couldn't really put a, a, a an opinion around it because I was like I mean there's a reason for this content and I'm sure it needs to be here but immediately I don't know how to feel about it so and did it she really talk was to that. white people oh you only saw 25 after minutes that, of it but, I saw okay. 25 minutes of it but after that they changed the direction of the documentary and she started talking to white people about that um, mm-hmm. and it was very interesting I didn't finish it that um, is white privilege it is it, it, this is not our it's not our conversation to yeah. be had with y'all you know y'all need to have it amongst yourselves but the reality of it is and that's one thing that they were touching on was that you don't want to talk about it because then that I mean that means if somebody's down we're up mm-hmm. and we address it then that means we have the possibility to go down right. or be um uh, the minority or uh, the non-beneficiary of privilege and who wants to give that up which is the the real reality and the real question mm-hmm. behind this who what white person honestly wants to give up their privilege for floating around America and and being able to benefit from all of um, the things that they benefit from just from their skin color alone and so they call this this concept constructivism mm-hmm. um, and America was very quick to sort of replicate the same, um, the same thing that they had escaped when they were in, in uh, Great Britain right. are the same things that they recreated for somebody else because they were the lower class. The people that came to mm. America were the lowest class of people from Great Britain and left there for religious you know, freedom but came here and then found ways to create the same structures that they themselves did not want. Right. But they didn't want to do it with people that look like them. So this idea of constructivism is basically in, in order for you to be a master, you need to have a slave. Mm-hmm. And they, they need that relationship. And one of the things you see right now, especially with modern day politics, with, you know, 
Trump and this white nationalism is that the pendulum swings, right? Is that every time, you know, a great thing happens, something else needs to come mm-hmm. in instead. It's natural order. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, people are like, oh, you know, this Trump thing is new. It's like, no, Trump isn't new. And, and I, I don't even talk about Trump because mm-hmm. I actually don't think Trump is the problem. Like Trump is only the mascot that America has. Right. If you want to talk about, you know, who we are, like he, he didn't vote for himself millions of people voted for Trump and they mm-hmm. knew what he was. So when when we talk about, you know, race relations and, and this idea of, you know, really challenging the status quo is that w- white people right now are having to deal with themselves in ways that they never did because it's in front of us. It, mm-hmm. We have phones, we have TVs, we have media. And every time they see, you know, this this image of themselves, they're having to confront it in ways. And so a lot of people, you know, they feel like, they're the victim of, you know, people saying, you know, uh, why, why do, why do we have to challenge ourselves? Why do I'm a good person? Mm -hmm. I, I, my parents weren't slaves. I didn't do anything wrong, but we're saying, no, like you are recreating structures. You have privilege. You have something that you don't even, you have capital without you even doing anything. Right. And when you wake up in the morning, you're good. Right. You know, there's all these social experiments that happen about, you know, if you have a name that sounds like this, you you, you can go on, you know, as far as you want to. When your name sounds like this, you know, you're limited in certain ways. When you show up to an interview and you look like this, you know, there's just all this capital around being white. And so, like you said, like anytime there's a discussion, we're talking about, you know, what, you know, white people uh, need to do. And they're talking to us about it. But it's like right. we didn't create this. We are only victims of it. We're sitting in the game that you set up. Yeah. So I think we doing right. pretty good when you really think about it. <laughs> shit. Like what was that? That was a, there was a clip. I think it was like in San Francisco. It was why the fuck was it? Um, and it was some white lady. And she's a she was like leaving a CVS. Oh, uh, that was Los Angeles. It was okay. Was it LA? It, I was like I knew yeah, it was like the, California. Yo, the funny thing is the woman who she was verbally attacking is um. Well, former sorority sister, because she got, I forget what happens when you get like. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But like, <laughs> but how did it even get Random. to that point? Anyway. <laughs> you, you, you be doing some deep research. Right? Well, no, like, because you go my, 40 my, comments in like. Because my big sister, <laughs> she posted it and, and tagged the, um, uh, my other big sister who was the, the recipient of the backlash. And I'm oh. like, a dream? Like the fuck? Yeah. How, then so you need to reach out to her. How did it get there? World. I have so many questions <laughs> yeah. of how if someone and she was so calm, like recording mm-hmm. it, and this lady is like, "I'll kill a nigger." Right. I can't because oh, no, I yeah, that. she's like, "I can't because, because I'll go to jail." So she was so to upset. Do. I was like, "What?" And then there yeah. was like a white guy walking past, and he looked uncomfortable. But of course, he's not gonna say anything. He's not gonna interject into the situation mm-hmm. to say something. He's just like looks super duper uncomfortable. Continues to walk into the CVS, and I'm like, right. "How?" But how did if it, it had been reverse, he probably would have called. He would have jumped in. It's yeah. like. What's that show? What would you do with the, with them people? And like they be letting. I was watching this early this week. They be letting them black people have it, yeah. like have it. Then white people be like, "Well, Sally's probably having a bad day." Like, yeah, like, like they get the benefit excuse. of the doubt. You get the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch the uh, revolt summit? I did. I did well, too. I only watched the political um, piece. With- I, I literally skipped church to watch that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, that was so good. Um, do, I, I think I that's the only thing no. that I watched. I didn't watch any of the other panels. So what, so what are your thoughts on Candace Owens? Um, <laughs> mm. I, I think I 
said this on Hello White Alyssa's too. not feeling it. <laughs> I said um, 90% of her I disagree with. Okay. But there is a 10% that I say I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that her strategic approach Mm-hmm. to that 10% that I agree with is incredibly wrong and that's why I dislike 90% of what's her. What's the 10%? The 10% <laughs> is like how, she brings this up all the time. She brings this up all the time and it and although she brings this up all the time her um her inability to really communicate the thought is uh is a little bit wavery mm-hmm. um, and that's her approach when she talks about black families um, and this the dismantling of the black family mm-hmm. I also agree with her because I talk about this over and over again on the show um, is this idea that we have to uh, be loyal to the Democratic Party in um, in perpetuity mm-hmm. uh, I don't agree with us black people as a whole being loyal to any political party in perpetuity. We mm-hmm. have to only be loyal to those who are loyal to us. Mm-hmm. And what Candace Owens does is bring up true uh, bring up true uh, historical references in the Democratic Party uh, not working in our favor, i.e. ripping the black man from the home, mm-hmm. um, i.e. the crime bill that was signed by Bill Clinton mm-hmm. and he was revered by the black community. He was essentially the first black president, I'm using air quotes, prior to Barack Obama, when really he was the one who set in stone something that has all of our cousins locked yep. up um, mm-hmm. to a mind still to this day. Mm-hmm. So I understand her point mm-hmm. from that perspective. Everything else, though, um, the her signing, s- siding by the Republican agenda. Oh, actually, there's another good point that I agree with <laughs> that she brought up on the revolt summit. And I was like, damn, I get it. And that is the fact that black people represent about 15 percent of the American population. Mm -hmm. Um, What I what we do know from a collective and even just down to the way that at my job and how we approach our um, our marketing strategy is who is going to be the next demographic, the next leading demographic. It's the Hispanic community because they are growing in population, arguably, will be the leading population of the United States in the next 10 years. And so everyone is starting to reconstruct and retarget that audience, um, which is another reason why the Republican Party is so aggressive to the border wall and calling it a crisis and all of these different things because they're they're uh, in I hate to use the word invasion, but it's it's literally just uh, for lack of a better word at the moment. They're invading those red states and who will people procreate with? It's the ones who they are around the most. So mm-hmm. uh, so there'll be a lot of biracial kids who are like, you know, Hispanics, El Salvadorian and white or et cetera. And so it's everything that they're doing is literally in self-preservation of the white race what candace's point is is that black people will be lost in the shuffle because we aren't growing to this uh to this mass amount uh to even compete with the hispanic race in the hispanic population so um so our demand or our uh our place at the table or our seats at the table will be spoken for 
uh, which is a very valuable point. And, and she's and talking about this in the revolt. Never, I need to go back she, and watch She couldn't this. thoroughly okay. communicate her uh, well, all I saw her was, idea. Of course, you know, <laughs> I only saw clips. Clip. Yeah, so all I saw yeah. was like a T.I. clip. Yeah. And, I, yeah, and I almost and after watching it, I was like, is he ever going to let her get her point out? I just want to hear it. Which is unfair. Yeah, and I was but like, where's the moderator? That's a very valid point. It's a very valid that, point. That, and that so she she's trying. No, 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 no. Her, her saying that black people need to wake up into the fact that she's saying that we need to be on the Republican Party's side to slow down the Hispanic race so that we can maintain our seat at the table. I disagree with that. I agree with us waking up and paying attention to the fact that we are only 15% of the population, but I agree more so with Killer Mike, who mentioned we need to figure out who works better for us. Yeah. This who, is who was on that panel again? So it was Candace, Killer Mike, T.I. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katrina, I can't think of her Tameka last Mallory name. Was Tamika Mallory was also there. there. And then, okay, and then, then Katrina, there was somebody else. I can't think of her last name, but she is also um, a Republican and uh, pro yeah. the Trump administration. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Do they only have her as the only no, she, opposing? She, yeah, they, they voice. Have the other person. I I hear all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I take your point. Um, I I do not. So it's it's one of those things, right? Like everyone should have voice, mm-hmm. but sometimes voices can be dangerous. Yes. Um, and, and I think they continue to make her a valid, you mm-hmm. know, they, they continue to give her validity. Um, and it's difficult for me to hear her say things because I have a friend. Um, and when he talks, like, the, the, not, the non-keen ear would think that he just made a really good point. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, he just said some bullshit. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because he'll start with a fact. And then he'll end with a fact, but everything inside in between, in between is some bullshit. It, yeah. And right. so I call them bullshit sandwiches, right? Because I'm yes. like, so it's like she starts with this thing. She'll mm-hmm. say, this is what I think, fact. And then she'll say this bullshit, and then she'll end with, then that's why this right. is the thing, fact. The 90%. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I'm saying, but the thing is, is you still wouldn't eat a shit sandwich. Right. So even the the buns are are still, they get, they got shit on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, like, it, it's... Mm, don't nobody like a stale bun. Right. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want the back of that bread. I was about to say, yeah, because I'm going to definitely try to trick me and turn that bitch over. Yeah. Yeah. I hate yeah. that type of sandwich. Yeah, uh-huh. dude, she be, and she, like, that's who she is. Like, she's a right. back of the bread ass fact person. Yeah. So it's difficult for me to, like, hear her talk. And again, like... The, the political landscape and, and all this information, because, you know, Mike was challenging me. He was like, I want you to go read up and I want yeah. you to go read. That's a lot for motherfuckers to want to do after they've worked third shift to right. come, mm-hmm. come home yeah. and then be like, let me go download Wikipedia and look up, you know, the history of, of you know, the radical Republicans. Don't right. do that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like it's, it's a lot to ask for. Um, Ain't nobody reading Stokely Carmichael, right. though. Right. And Franz Fanon. I couldn't finish that book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it's hard. Um, what what we do want is we want trusted leadership that we can be like you know because when you had the SCLC mm-hmm. um, when you had SNCC mm-hmm. um, when you had all these different started at Atlanta University oh there she go <laughs> my dad was in SNCC um, so when you had all these organizations what you had was a dedicated leadership where you know these people had the best interests of the people you know at at heart and yeah. so now it's like there's this fractured leadership like I don't know who to really look to right. to say, all right, this is the direction that we should go, mm-hmm. right? And so I think because of that, it's really difficult to really, you know, take in information because it's like, I, I'm good, mm-hmm. you know, but as a whole... Yeah, are we good? Yeah. Are we good? But to... Fucking, I hate to even say this, but to Candace's point, 
We shouldn't be approaching anything blindly. And historically, black people have been doing that. Jimmy historically, meaning the last 30, 35 years. No, I, I'm, I am an independent. I am a registered independent. So you have to own my vote. I tend to vote more Democratic. I also live in the most Democratic, mm. um, progressive city. Yeah. So, you know, I'm safe regardless. Yeah. I could unknowingly just probably vote Democratic, which is wrong. You shouldn't do that. But I could unknowingly do that here and I essentially would be okay because New York is a is a fairly um, safe place to do that. Right. But to her point, we do that blindly and we end up in situations that are unfavorable to us. So, you know, it's... it's but there's not a lot of favorable legislation and, and that's I agree, coming down and the pipeline. And I completely yeah. agree So with it's, you. Like, it's, it's like, what are Republicans proposing that we should get on board with? Absolutely nothing. So then so then yeah. why... What, what? So she, her shit is a scam. I think, <laughs> I, I think her shit is a scam and she's utilizing some... Uh, some sound base yeah. to create uh, she talked an opportunity about the black for family her scam. and she's married to a white man. Yeah. She I didn't even know that about her. Yeah. Like, I also yeah, I to be honest, I'm, I'm, that shit. I you said what? She ain't promoting that shit. Yeah. yeah. Talk about course, the but, black but I'm also family, not surprised that man being removed. Yeah. Can you be in a relationship with someone else and then come home? Let's say you do have a bad day, something with race, and let's say you are in an interracial relationship. Can you come home and talk about those things with that person? I ain't never been in an interracial. I can't even say yeah. it. I and never and, did and, it, and, so and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. In I, don't know. I dated That's a good question. I dated a Korean woman um, once, and I found that it seemed to me like she was listening more than had opinions. Okay. So I, I think that depending upon the partner you have, mm-hmm. it, it's, and you know, it's also interesting because like when you talk about, um, what's the woman that has the special, uh, Chelsea Handler, right? It seems like if, if her and I were in a relationship, she would have strong opinions about the things that I would say. And I'd be like, actually, you need to, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I, like when I have really good white friends, I tell them, you could say that shit to me, mm-hmm. right? But when we go outside... I feel like you should really tone down, you know, some of the the things that you're thinking. Like strong opinions often reveal some of the things you think, and it's just like you're still off base. Mm-hmm. Again, like you know, you there is reading that needs to be done, and there if you really want to understand what this is, like that you have to really take time to study it. And a lot of people don't actually take the time. They think that you can watch roots they think that you can you know watch minister society mm-hmm. watch friday you know go to you know trap karaoke and then all of a sudden like you good you know what yeah. i'm saying you like i'm black <laughs> right and you they think they know the story but it's like no yeah. like there, there's a lot more than, than you know to this than than just that so but i think well i guess you know if let's say you are with a, i hate to say a woke white um <laughs> and you know you're, you're, you're a woke white but you're still not gonna understand like the very small nuances yeah. of, of and, and what that's, that's not their job though either, right? This is true. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is very true. I, I don't I don't need you to know what's in my mama's, you know, you know, barbecue sauce. Like I <laughs> you, we ain't gotta go we ain't gotta go that deep. Be like, what's in the blue can? <laughs> Cookies right. or thread. Right, right. Why y'all got that bottle of vinegar up there? Yeah. Why, y'all still, why y'all got that folders with recycled fish grease? Right, 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 right. Right, exactly. <laughs> There's just a certain level, which was that Dave Chappelle skit when they had that game show. You know what I'm saying? When, when oh, I know black people. I know black people. <laughs> Wait, for the show or not? The Dave, yeah. The, yeah, the Chappelle show. Oh, okay, the okay, Chappelle okay. show. Yeah. 
uh, when he did the um, the song from uh, Good Times. Oh yeah. Oh, oh now I remember. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. like no and no and hang it. Black people don't know that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know, but I'm saying the yeah. white dude, the woke white, yeah. was the yeah. closest one to dance. Like, yeah, he was. <laughs> so, so it's like there's certain new. And again, like if you marry anybody from any, you know, diff, the the thing about being married to a black person is is I think white people inherently know that we got the short end of the stick mm-hmm. in this country. And so when we come home to like release. They know that there's an added pressure that as my loved one, you need to be a little bit more sympathetic than everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, so to your point, like, how how do you talk about that? Right. Like <laughs> it. I don't know how that would happen. Um, I'm not interested in figuring out how that happens. <laughs> um, but I do think you have to have someone that's really just there to listen and sort of take it. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Because I know that you said that you dated a Korean woman mm-hmm. as your interracial dating yeah. experience. Jeannie Mai. Second player. Second player. She's Vietnamese. Right. right. I was just about to say. Right. Psych, psych, psych. I know she's Vietnamese. It lasted all of a month, by the way. Uh, yeah. She said you was unpacking too much on her um, with your black <laughs> shit. Right, so right. she needed to dumb she, down and go, go with a white it. man. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh my God. What are your thoughts with dating um, women of a Hispanic ethnicity? Do you consider that interracial dating? And, I bring that up because there was an interesting tweet that was floating around uh, Twitter. Um, And the initial tweet was from a gentleman who said, y'all never had a a babe at your house when you was at work and you had a few things out of order and shorty straightened up for you while you was at work. And this young lady uh, responded to that tweet and said, if you leave a bitch in your crib and she don't clean when you get back, she's a dirty hoe, drop her. And then she further went on to tweet, not to be racist. You know, people always say that shit after, right. after no before they say I'm some being, racist no things. I'm going to be racist or disrespectful. Like literally just say, AKA. I'm about to say some racist yeah. ass shit. I would honestly respect that more. Um, so she says not to be racist, but it's the black women Mm-mm. coming at me for my tweet. Y'all going to end up just like your single bitter mothers and single grandmothers being so goddamn independent, laughing my fucking ass off. Let me cater to my man in peace. Well, one, I wonder what ethnicity her man is. Mm-hmm. Um, and fuck that bitch. Right. Like, oh, yeah, for like, sure. She's like, when, we go, when consider, they go low, we go low. We, we, when you, we go low, when they go low, when we, they go go low, low we go low. We go lower, actually. Low. No, we go lower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, yeah, we said we that a long time ago yeah. that we don't go high. Oh, no, we no, go no. lower. Yeah, we, we go low. I got time today. So I got time the today. The thing oh, about this tweet is this: this is like literally off of the heels of that Fat Joe um, excerpt where he oh, said yeah. all Hispanics are black people, and I think my it. I don't even want again. I don't even want to say issue. I think a lot of people just really don't understand the breakdown between nationality, mm-hmm. race, and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. They are three different things: nationality, America, mm-hmm. right? Race, you can be black of skin. And then ethnicity, you could be Jamaican, you can be El Salvadorian, you can be all of these different things. And those things come with different cultural um, practices. Right. So I understand Fat Joe with saying that all 
Hispanics are black people. Mm-hmm. I think that he was referencing the the African diaspora yeah. and how, you know, essentially the slaves got dropped off. It literally just depends on what side of the Atlantic Ocean your, your black ass family got yeah. dropped off at, yeah. right? right? Which is essentially true. And then mm-hmm. we've adopted different cultural experiences post that. Right. Um, but it was very ignorant to not acknowledge that there is a very much so ethnicity breakdown. Yeah. And black people, African-American, chattel slavery babies are at the bottom of that totem pole. Mm -hmm. And that gives people like... Popping X or whatever this bitch. We're not name even gonna give her a name. Um, no, we're not even okay, gonna give we, her we name. Won't no, give her a, no. um, we won't give her no platform. No, that bitch. How, that bitch. At that bitch. A, yeah. a platform to speak she on. She might be um, a really nice person. <laughs> at that bitch. She was a little rude. Like I said, when they go low, we know, go lower. But you know, social media. She might have been trying to like you know. I'm gonna get she more followers. Fingers. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Just trying to like start shit and, and right like to that point. First of, for I don't. I literally, I literally laughed when I read it. Yeah, I did too. I was just like, I, no, because we would just be minding our business. My dumbass was like, was well, well, what number date was this? Because you know I got OCD, so by by default, I'm going to make a bed. I'm going to clean because right. I can't see mess. But then if it's like, I'm like, if it's two a.m. and it was a little tryst, Ooh. I'm leaving. Like right. I'm out. I'm, th- there's no what cleanup also, is there happening. I, mean, I, was all, I just said, my question was, yeah. you ain't had no job to go to, bitch? Yeah, she's going <laughs> to his job. Right. Where's your no job? I was, yeah, I was just like too <laughs> There's factual. a lot of questions. Yeah, sitting in this nigga's house all day? I had so many questions. I was like, this has nothing to do with race and, yeah. and your single mind. Literally, I have to go to work. I might right. have to go to the gym before work. Right. Like, that has nothing to do. That's why I was just like, oh, this is invalid. Yeah, I'm stupid. just going to keep. But, but to your question, um, you're from the Midwest, right? I am. So I am from the Midwest as well. When I was in the Midwest and there were people, you know, of Hispanic, Chicano, Latino descent, they couldn't say the word nigga where I'm from. Mm-hmm. That's only Same. in New York. That's only in, I only in New York. I truly can. believe that that's only in New York so that you can yeah. say that. So you couldn't, you couldn't here, say it in Elkhart, Indiana either. You can say it in Baltimore. There's also not a large nationality, but mm-hmm. there's only black and white people in Baltimore, but you can't say that in anywhere but New York. I didn't know that that was even a thing. So when I, when I came here, uh, one of the first places I lived was Washington Heights. Oh, God. You know, 183 for Washington, get a lot, primo. So when I first moved there, somebody, you know, like, hey, yo, primo, get a lot. What up, yeah. nigga? And I turn around, I was like, who the, fuck who, the fu- you, yeah. who the fuck are you talking to? And then you're like, yo, nigga. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, and the way that he said it, the familiarity. It so yeah. comfortable. I was yeah. like, is that a yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do people do that? Oh, only yeah. in and only in New so, New York. Yeah. So, but to me, that speaks to like a little right the culture thing that you talked mm-hmm. about, right? Because I, I don't even know if I'm right when I'm saying this, but it feels like because Black culture is so magnetic mm-hmm. that a, a, it feels as if people have adopted it with all the the benefits of Blackness without necessarily having the other attributes as well like they say oh, when that's it's convenient mo- most, that, that's white people that, yeah, that is it, it, yeah. it, it, it feels convenient and again with the history there there is some of that right like mm-hmm. Afro-Latinos like you know in Brazil and in Cuba and all that but then there's also this other thing right where you know people say that you know we are void of African descent and so yeah. it feels like there's this you know this smorgasbord of Africanness that's you know s- scattered about and mm-hmm. people pick and choose it for when they want to use it and so I'm, I'm like, 
however you identify yourself is however you identify yourself. But I'm I'm curious to see where the allies are when our issues come up, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then how do you use Especially you since we're the front leaders of a lot of these things. Like, I think mm-hmm. about SNCC. Yeah. I think about the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and how a lot of people of color benefit from us dying, us yeah. mm-hmm. us uh, being uh, bitten by dogs and, mm-hmm. and, and exposed to hoses and all of these different things. But they benefited from the ability to to vote, to own property, to yeah. to do all of these things and, and not necessarily have to experience any of those no, repercussions. No, to that point, you only... But that's when you think about anything. Like, there was a tweet even just circulating about... Um, it was like a Colors episode and it was like a ambiguous a racially ambiguous woman singing and it was like I can't take another avocado toast white oh. woman or something something oh. like that um, and it's like you know that that's an everything it can be oh. no it wasn't her cause you're not talking about her I'm still looking for tickets now yeah, I'm same. the front and center no yeah, but, I'm you like, know. no she we I have I've, I literally I have debated her this morning I'm not doing that again oh. I no I'm, Snow is one of us okay I love Snow <laughs> no, no she's again. not one of us I Pipe down, say ho. <laughs> it is so easy to take the things of black culture that mm-hmm. you want, and then mm-hmm. when it comes time to like really do the nitty gritty, no, I can't really name anyone. Like, that's why Miley yeah. Cyrus can easily, like I said, we can see that in anything, whether it's music, sports, like whatever. Right. You can easily float in and out and take the things of black culture that you want, but when it comes time to really get behind us and stand with us. Mm. I can't think of one person. Like, I literally... Is it Chelsea Handler? That's crazy if that is our person. I can, I literally cannot think of one person. That's a good I comment. mean, again, I mean, I think people do it politically. They grandstand. Beto, I think, you know, is, is an advocate, you know, to some degree. I think that people stand um, and they say great things. Um, but, you know, like, when, when you speak about, you know, like I said, the Chicano, Latino, the Hispanic, you know, uh, experience... Um, they have their own fights and and they have mm-hmm. their own struggles and they're very clear. Like they, they're a very, as much as Jews have uh, Jewish, the Jewish people have a voting block. So too do you know Hispanics. Mm-hmm. You know and and they're very clear about what their agenda is. And so I think that you know aligning with the African uh, diasporic experience. Um, I think. Yeah, I think again it it did happen. Like there are like you said, depending upon where the boat dropped you off. There was, you know, some commingling, some cohabitation. There were some babies mm-hmm. that happened. Um, <laughs> and now, what do you do? Like, you know, do you align with us? Like, why are we? Ev- are you bringing it up because you think that we are one people? Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? And if so, how do you fight with us? Because we, like you said, like, you know, the the civil uh, the Voting Rights Act and the and the um, the Civil Rights uh, Act of what is that sixty four? Mm-hmm. Right. It, it it freed up a lot for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so. Anytime we as uh, as people of color in this country, African Americans, when we have stepped up and we've created change, w- the benefit the benefits of that change were were felt, you know, throughout. It, you know, the reverb was felt throughout the country. So white women benefited. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, poor people benefited. Mm-hmm. Um, minority groups benefited. And then so all these great things happen because we push the agenda. But then when it comes time to say, OK, now you, you're saying you're this. Yeah. Are, are you really riding with us? Mm-hmm. Or is that is this just a soundbite? Because that's to me what it feels like. It just feels like a soundbite, something good to say for it's just Twitter fodder. But now how, how does that actually play out? I don't know how it does. I would say that that yeah. is TBD. Right. That I was literally that is to be determined. Right. 
How, we we typically do a political segment, but I almost feel like oh yeah, we did it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think we could because you know it's just it's also so Cross it off the list. yeah right. it's also so much yeah, like happening that yeah that we we'll say that yeah I was week. literally like who child yeah yeah it's, it's, like, it's a lot and, and, and honestly that's why thr- shows are thriving right now like you know I I really do believe that as this next political. Uh, as we vote for this next president, I think you're going to see more shows, um, you know, the real housewives of whoever. You're going to see love and hip hop. Alyssa's <laughs> excited. And, Same. you know, it, I think because it's so dense right now, because the issues are so great, I think that it, it's important for people to be distracted. And it's really mm. difficult to read anything, you know, CNN, uh, BBC, Al Jazeera, like, it's difficult to read any of that because it feels like everyone is so biased. It feels like... I literally was saying this the other day, that I wish that there was a news network Mm -hmm. that was completely unbiased because... I have to. I literally have to watch both CNN and Fox News, and yeah. especially. And we won't go into this because it's literally long and drawn out. So we'll do it next week. But the whole like impeachment thing, the mm-hmm. impeachment uh, proceedings, mm-hmm. and I watched Fox News for like thirty minutes just to understand their positioning on how they were going to uh, approach this. Totally different from CNN, yeah. and it's just like polarizing. So mm-hmm. I'm like. How do we figure out a way to get just pure facts? The facts. And same yeah. for yeah. CNN, too, you yeah. know? Well, well that, that's the thing. We live in an age right now where there is no empirical truth. Yeah. And because there is no empirical truth, what do you read then? Mm-hmm. What do you read? Who do you talk to? Because if, if everyone has, and that's, the, you know, with social media, everybody's right. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody says anything about any point, there's another person that comes with another point. And it's like we live in a time where truth is how many followers you have mm-hmm. like the biggest voice is the brightest voice right. you know and, and so to your, well to your point also i think almost what you're doing of 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 having both and then having conversations to foster whatever it is because it's like your your search feed is just going to show kind of like how you already think so mm-hmm. this yeah. information even if you're not looking for it, it's going to come to you in ways that again you don't even have to search for it, it yeah. it's it's going to formulate what your opinion should kind of already be mm-hmm. so right. you almost need what you were saying like the both sides of the coin yeah. to then say okay now i know you think this you think this but, mm-hmm. but i'm that, gonna but think she's the anomaly right that but that's why i'm saying it needs to be more of that yeah. because we're not gonna have an unbiased view of anything it's right. just it's not gonna happen like that's in anything also mm-hmm. it's not gonna be so and it, that's, that's why, why conversation that is revolt. also so important that's why i appreciated that revolt panel because initially i, I didn't either. like people, it yeah people were like oh my god you're having kids yeah. going and I was like, no, I, I'm not mad at having an mm-hmm. opposing viewpoint that yeah. is typically that audience is not going to agree with her. Right. At all. They gave her a hard time. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I know they was like booing her, like <laughs> all types of shit. Like, yeah. that's why remember, Katrina I it was, was quiet as a church mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fake when I first saw it. I, I heard it. I was like, oh, okay. Because I also thought it was just her. I didn't realize she was on a panel of amongst other people. Yeah. Um, 
And then somebody was like, "Oh no, it's fake." And then when I saw the clip, I was like, "Oh, so this wasn't fake. This was mm-hmm. real." But I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I also think this is the most coverage Revolt has ever gotten, which is probably also what they knew was going to mm. happen. When have you ever watched a Revolt panel outside of this? Never. Exactly. Never. Right. I, cer- I certainly. I was like, "Oh, yeah. I'm not going anywhere." This is the fourth. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is like the fourth Revolt Summit. Yeah. You ain't never seen one. I believe they were and all it was live crazy. streamed. Like, yeah, and they had. They I got have been a whole bunch one. of music like, yeah, stuff, like but the, the political segment was the, that one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the big two. I did. I thought it was super smart to yeah. engage people on that because yeah. otherwise, you like you said, you're not watching it. Yeah. We, have, we have this issue right now where, like you said, everything is polarized. I, you know, I think the bigger issue to and you know, you talk about Candace talking about you know, you believe with the ten percent. The problem is, is that we have a two party system. I know. And, and you know, like I, I, I respect and I understand, you know, the independent, you know, movement. Um, most countries have thirteen, fourteen, fifteen parties, and you know, there's never just this or just that. Like, there's always some nuances of people really trying to find their voice politically, and we've we've pushed ourselves into this two party system, and now, in order for you to feel justified, to feel, you know, like your voice is being heard, you don't go to anyone else. You find your echo room, and then you just spew the shit that you believe, mm-hmm. and have other people be like, "You, oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. You are absolutely right." Yeah. So, so how right. how do we challenge our own echo rooms? Like I said, you you know, you're the exception. You know, you're not the rule, and that's what that's why it's so difficult to be involved in American politics is because no one is really trying to hear anyone. Right. No one cares about, you know, it's either you're pro-life or you're pro-choice and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's why the Dave Chappelle special was, was, was so, so instrumental. Mm-hmm. And, and so, because I think I comedians <laughs> right Same. now are the true reporters of our time. Mm-hmm. And they're um, trying to attack them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but because they know we're still listening. Yeah. Right. And so you, you find the artists and the creatives. These are the people that are actually speaking to the truth because they they have no political agenda. Mm-hmm. They just get up there and talk. And so when when Dave Chappelle, you know, he he talks about you know this, you know the the political landscape and, and what's happening now. Um, it feels like I'm watching a better version of the news than I am when I watch the CNN or Fox mm-hmm. because I'm actually like, oh yeah, like I get that. That makes sense to me. And it's hard truths. Like it's yeah. also yeah. because it's 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 in comedy. I'm doing air quotes when yeah. I do that. Um, so it's you know you can laugh it off, but some people, but the same way, like some people are going to be highly offended. Yeah. Some people. I thought it was hilarious. I did I'm, too. I don't get offended I hate easily. People like people that get offended. Me yeah, too. I, like you didn't have to. I don't watch. get offended easily. Oh, yeah. yeah, you did not. And that's you why he's like you're watching. James watched to be offended. Yeah. personally, to and I get it. And that and that is your choice. You mm-hmm. and you absolutely have that choice. I thought it was hilarious personally, yeah. Yeah. but I think so. We have more challenges, everybody. You and I have to communicate <laughs> effectively, and for all of the listeners, the challenge then is to to even I think just to be open to a different viewpoint and to see both sides of of the coin. You don't mm-hmm. have to agree with it. It's the same thing with Dave Chappelle. You ain't got to agree with it, but that shit was motherfucking funny. Yeah. And then you can formulate your own opinions but, once you have all the facts. And, right? and, the, and the thing about his special was is that he he wasn't saying anything as if it was coming from his own perspective mm-hmm. like yeah. you know even even about the you know the trans jokes mm-hmm. right oh when yeah he, in the car he, yeah, yeah. Where, well, well the the asian the person what? oh oh yeah yeah he was saying people would say if i did this i would be racist mm-hmm. but he said no this is how i feel mm-hmm. on the inside you know what i mean so he mm-hmm. but but he knows what he's doing he's trying to get people triggered because it, we need yeah, to have bigger conversations absolutely. outside of you being offended yeah right absolutely i loved it um, our closing show questions. What would you tell your younger self? 
What would I tell my younger self? In Grand Rapids. Probably drink some more water. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Um, if, if, I guess if I could tell myself anything, I, I would, I need to, I would say, you know, I got it. You need to go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time. Like, go to sleep at 11, wake up at 6. Like, be, <laughs> be, more, be more intentional about getting to bed on time and waking up on time. Mm. Ooh. I always did. Yeah, I'm like, I have the sleepiest shit, so. <laughs> sleepiest um, person I know. Sleepiest person ever. Um, what do you know for sure? Um, that the answer to our problems comes from within, not from without. Mm, that kind of ties That's into good. the challenge, too. <laughs> yeah. Come on, all all tying in. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then back to your, uh, your tarot card reading and how he said that that Really, we go to church or to a you therapist have to, yes. or a life coach so that we can center. That's it. It's just about so you got to find what works for you, child. This mm. is yes. Thank you it. so much for coming, Thank you, Victor. Guys. Having me, you guys, my are Midwest amazing. brethren. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I've listened to your podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Um, you Thank have you, you have a, a fan and a follower. Um, yes, and I appreciate. It. I mean, my life has always been bookended by brilliant, beautiful black women. And I, every time not I'm the a, stale breads, like <laughs> not the back of the bread sisters, not the back of the bread, no, <laughs> yeah, sir. No, but um, I, I believe that black women are always at the forefront of change, and so just being here is a privilege. So thank you guys very much. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Panda. That's what we said. The new thing. Okay. I, I was like, I gotta, to I'm gonna stop snippet. that. I said when black, like anytime, like black men say, say anything about black women, I'd be like, pan, like pandering, panda, mm-hmm. panda, panda. But, I mean, but it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Yeah. I was like, I'm joking. Was, I'm joking. We got a real eye. Victor today. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) Real ally. Um, The quote of the day is um, Someday you will understand why that door didn't open or that person walked away or the answer was no. And you'll thank God that he didn't give you a yes that would have led you away from his best. Oh, that rhymed. Mandy Hale. Um, So that is the quote of the day. Victor, again, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. I am very appreciative. Thank you for the opportunity to talk. Thank you. No bullshit sandwiches, y'all. Never. Bye. Bye.